strength, this is sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky, spread your wings. Super nasty little piggies were getting stepped on by top mamacitas for next to no money down. <laughs> You're losing out if you're not a little piggy under the heel of this hard boot. This week on Ballin' Out Super. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Super. New and improved internet. We all did it at the same time. I'm your host, America's Sweetheart, Katie Rosleon, here with the leader of the band, Alex Patak. I'm back from the modem store and ready to rap. (laughs) And uh, show favorite prince of all uh, scrappy Appalachia types... (laughs) Uh, right. birthday right. baby boy, yes, yeah, Max sign. Ogle. You know what? I just got out of jail from my last appearance on the Patreon. Can't <laughs> believe you guys did that. Every time, you know, you you guys think you can keep me down. Here's a fun segment we can do on the show. I've stopped listening to the episodes I don't show up on just for funsies, and uh, I'm wondering if there's anything I should be concerned about. <laughs> Your new segment idea is like an inter- internal review <laughs> segment. It's more like, do I need to make a blanket apology on behalf of the men in my life? <laughs> I think the real, in terms of segment ideas, if we're talking about what content is and what people want to hear, you should just be doing apologies every week for whatever. Um, mm. I feel like people owe me apologies more than I want to make apologies, but... And that's where the subversion kicks oh, in, Katie. Okay. We well, that's I the mean, rub. Okay. Well, Bo I... Biden's favorite band would say that you get what you give. So, you know. You know, I love living in Joe Biden's America. We still have Guantanamo Bay and no menthol cigarettes. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you referring to the new radicals? This is the new radicals. Yes, the new radicals. You get what you give. Yeah. You get what you give. You've the got new radicals. Katie, I think uh, let's start off the show. You're going to give an apology to Joe Biden okay. in three, two, cut to Katie. Uncle Joe, I know I haven't been there for you in your time of needs when you wandered off the property and got stuck in a blackberry bramble and we had to spend hours pulling sticky wickets off of you. But here's the thing, you know, you're doing your best up there, you know? Sure, you you kind of don't do anything and you, you really lost all those fist fights in the vacants as a little lad but you know what thank you for taking away menthol cigarettes because i love smoking them and as we know i've been put in the hospital several times for asthma and i can't afford to pay for the hospital because of our current health care system so really this is like universal health care in a sense that i can no longer buy camel crushes so thank you and i'm sorry <laughs> that was good we I hit wanna, the notes at the end and we're shipping it out <laughs> i just kind of want to uh stand on the the shoulders of a powerful woman real quick and apologize to joe biden for that one time i showed him my danger um Max, Sorry, bud. never apologize for your body taking up space. <laughs> I just want to stand on the shoulders of a man standing on the shoulders of a powerful woman and say, look at me, I'm crushing a woman. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, look at me. I'm a winner. <laughs> look at me, I'm so heavy. Look at me. You get what you give. Uh, well, thanks again for listening to the show, tuning back in. There, I have some real harrowing stories to share with y'all this week. Oh my gosh! Um, feats, thrilling tales, what, uh, what myths, what, what yarns t- of tales adventure, of leisure. sea shanties. See, <laughs> <laughs> when I was out at sea. no. Um, 
There's a friend of mine. I just thought I should tell this story somewhere and that this is my vessel. This is my podcast. Mm. I must I must share it with you, my closest uh, The sharing and, circles and, and, open. Uh, companions. Me and Max okay, are sharing circle open. holding hands and we're with the free hand, we're passing the talking stick to you. <laughs> so tell me if you think this is on... Un- they're both holding up their hands. You can't see them, but I can because I fixed my modem and so my internet's better. But um, listeners at home may know the person in the story. So for their privacy, I will call them X. Is it Andrew this Taven? This weekend. Yeah, is it Andrew Taven? It's not Andrew Taven, although I did see him at a d- different point of the week. I was out to dinner with X, my close associate, along with uh, my... Main partner, Alyssa, Alyssa, my wife, and uh, his partner, who we will call Y. Okay. I didn't say your last name. Babe, I didn't. I make Besides. sure Alex edits out anything bad, Alyssa. You're the only person I like anymore. Fuck these people. You, <laughs> Team Alyssa. Hey. <laughs> she can't even hear you. <laughs> only I can hear you. <laughs> anyway, so we're out with X and Y. And we're having a drink it. or two. It's, it's been a while. And I can't say who it is. Let's just and, call them X and Y. And but we're having glasses. some. They're the king of alternative comedy. <laughs> Whether there are tiny gla- glasses, I'll tell you that we're clinking glasses at a fine establishment. Okay. And uh, the thing about X is he has recently moved into a new apartment in Crown Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was looking for a, a, a new lodging of sorts and came across one on the market for $1,000 for a one bedroom in New York city. Oh no. So he immediately jumped on this $1,000 in New York city is the least expensive. And this is for a full apartment. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I have so much to add to this, but finish your story. Um, so he moved in like a month ago and I didn't help him with moving cause I wasn't vaccinated yet. And, uh, I was like, how's that working? Are there any ghosts? Like what's, what, what's the problem with this place? Are you dying or whatever? And he's like, ha ha. They're both laughing. They're like, well, there's no ghosts, but, um, sometimes I'll be in the house and, uh, I'll be doing my, my makeup and I'll turn around because I think I see X, but actually there's no one there. And and then he pauses and he goes, that's interesting why, because when I'm alone in the house, I always think I hear you in the other room. But then I go to check and there's no one there. So my friend has moved into a ghost apartment. Oh, wow. That's not wow. where I thought this was going. That's <laughs> Ghosts great are real comedy. They they it it is for whoever this story is about. But I will tell you, uh, I I was far more upset than they were about it. They think it's funny. They're living with a ghost. They've both seen and heard ghosts, and they're just laughing about well, it. Well, yeah, because see, where I thought this was going was another Anders Lee scam story, because I have started a small hobby out of bitterness where I lead on scammers on Craigslist for their $700 apartments for too long, and then I let them know I know they're a scammer, because I'm so angry about my living situation. And I just figured <laughs> fell for one. Oh, I'm sorry. X fell for one. Um, I, I didn't do it on purpose. Could be anyone. I didn't do it on purpose. But, you know, this poses a really good question. Would you guys live with a demonic spirit if the apartment was, like, really nice and it was only, like, $800 a month? Yeah, if it was, like, 200 <laughs> per person, yeah. you're saying? What's, like, mm-hmm. the line? My standards are so low. I I feel like I could do it if it was like a nice enough situation. I'd be like, fuck it, demon. Well, what level of interference, demonic interference are we talking here? Are we talking like the beginning of a paranormal activity or the end? I think it's the beginning because if you don't fuck with it, because the whole reason the, the paranormal activity shows up is horror's number one villain, shitty boyfriend. So if you just don't move in with a shitty boyfriend where you're like, you're like, Hey, uh, Max Ogle, my now boyfriend, don't use the Ouija board. And then Max is like, hey, man. I love using the Ouija board, Katie. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite activity, Katie. And it was I'm his like, birthday yesterday. He's allowed to use focus it. focus on your blockchain, okay? And I'm going to go work making what appears to be jewelry while I finish a vague <laughs> degree. Just promise me you don't use the Ouija board. <laughs> 
You could do you the know, hereditary job. You meet a girl, and she says, I like your Ouija board. I think that's quirky that you do the Ouija board. You're not like my last boyfriend because you do the Ouija. Then they take your Ouija board away. They say, I don't like it. It's childish. It was made by Max, Hasbro. The Ouija board was fine when we were burners, but now we're adults in a $1,000 New York apartment. We simply have to grow up and not use a Ouija board. We can all agree that the angle Katie is coming at this from is victim blaming in the worst way. And by that, I mean against men. Mm, mm, mm. And it's not okay. Who is the villain of Paranormal Activity 1, Alex? The The devil. devil. The devil is the the villain. It is (laughs) the shitty boyfriend. If he just listened to what was his girlfriend's name? Katie. If he just listened to Katie. Paranormal activities lessons is listen to Katie or the devil will take you. Katie, I'd love to listen to you right now, but it seems to be our newborn baby is floating for a reason that we don't know. That has nothing to do with my Ouija board or I think it might be because of all the fracking. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Or menthol cigarettes. Oh wait. It's because they're putting a a natural gas pipeline through Bushwick. Causing floating babies. That would explain a lot. The best, <laughs> the the best horror movie job I've ever seen is definitely the woman in Hereditary who makes tiny houses of her real. Oh lives. yeah. <laughs> it's like, in what world is this profitable for anyone? Well, she's a fine artiste, but yeah, that's interesting you say that, Alex. Is I'm very fascinated. Um, women. In horror movies, if they're not like a housewife or a dumb bimbo, they get to get cool jobs. But rom-coms is where the coolest jobs happen or the most unrealistic jobs. It's like, did you know a handsome man could make cheese and be profitable? And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. What's what's a fucking David's job? In, his name isn't David. In Friends? Ross? Uh, uh, I don't know. David any- Schwimmer. I don't know anything yeah. about Ross. friends. Yeah, they can call him Ross till the cows come home, but you look at that guy and that's like, that's a David. Sorry. <laughs> Why make up a name? We can see he's a David. Um anyway, yeah, what what's he he's like a dinosaur expert oh, or something? He like works at the museum. Yeah. I when I say I don't know about friends, I like literally I just that one missed me completely. I'm not being personal. I just know that Monica is a chef. Monica's a chef. Which she has the exact wrong temperament for that to be who that person is. She has a ton no. of free time, first of all. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, the the main conceit like, of friends is that they all have jobs, but uh, it's impossible with the amount of time they aren't doing. But it's jobs. impossible with the amount of time. Mm-hmm. Conceivably, Rachel, if she's working part time as a barista, could do that, but she would have to be leeching more off of the other friends. I will say. I will say. I saw a Halloween episode of Friends once. You know whose fault the spookiness was? Rachel. The, Rachel? Really? All along? Yeah. Two freaking Shay. Interesting. You know what I know about Rachel is that she is a woman and not at all affiliated with men or their boyfriend, problems. Huh? But that's just something I'm, I'm not noticing. saying every here. horror movie is because of shitty boyfriend. I'm just saying the shitty boyfriend trope is undeniable when it comes to spooky apartments. <laughs> okay. That's well, true. Wow. Wow. We'll, wow. we'll we'll discuss this again when my friends are unexpectedly murdered in their homes. But uh, I just thought it was funny. Alex, what do you? Are you like one of those Catholics who's like actually afraid of ghosts? Yeah, they really rail that into you at a young mm-hmm. age. That's that like the like... one thing they want to make sure like you've got down by grade five is like ghosts are real. They're not a joke. <laughs> Don't joke around about them. They're men aren't the problem. Ghosts are the problem. I mean... And here's middle school. <laughs> I mean, ghosts are a problem. I'm not saying ghosts aren't a problem. Well, we can all come to the table agreeing that, then. (laughs) By the way, it it is unbelievable that Dragon Ball has so many spooky scaries in it, and yet none of the major villains are ghosts. Ever. Well, because they don't really do supernatural. They, They go straight to outer space. Well, I guess there used to be, like, heaven and hell stuff. So, yeah, like, why isn't there a ghost? Well, he I, goes I, to hell, and that's like the joke arc. <laughs> yeah. You know how offensive that is to me as a young Catholic man? <laughs> Unacceptable. Max, you look like you have something to say, but you also look really mad about it. 
Well, no, I'm I'm just like I, I'm I'm just realizing like I had a thought and I was like, oh, that's just me being like, like like trying to talk about Dragon Ball lore instead of being funny. Um, yes. Okay. Which which I'm I'm trying not to. I don't want to. I don't want to take us off funny funny way into no, nerd town. Into the home for infinite, infinite. losers. Really, don't infinite, need to yeah. change the name. I don't want to take. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to drag us to hell. That would make me a shitty boyfriend. Well, you know who else is blaming men now on the internet is the oh. uh, United States Central Intelligence Agency. Oh my god! So. <laughs> If you guys aren't on the internet, the CIA has dropped a, a hot new recruitment ad, and it's all about being a hashtag girl boss. Yeah, there's a bunch of these in a row. There's like a uh, operation print up about a, a intern named Alyssa who changes the bureau. Um, there's a post here about like why the... the CIA is named after George H.W. Bush. That's hashtag Ask Molly Hale. So I'm sure like a powerful woman is behind it. I like the one in the ad where it goes, I'm a cisgendered mother. And I'm like, that just <laughs> yeah. seems like unnecessary. Like, I'm yeah. glad you know that term, but that's not helpful here. <laughs> I am not trans. <laughs> I am not trans, a... and I am pulling out a teeth out of innocent men for no particular reason on a daily basis. Thanks, government. <laughs> like, what? Well, it's to find out what they know. It's, just this... it's to find out what they the know. The CIA yeah. is the most unambiguously evil department we have. Like, there's several, like, just completely public things about the cia just like drugging people for fun and stuff like that like it's just not even a secret <laughs> like yeah. well what they they like to do is they get in front of it and so now they've they're reading the room of 2020 they're like whoa not a good look rest of the united states government let's go ahead and get in front of this this is the post everyone was sharing last week april 28th hashtag wednesday wisdom i am unapologetically me I want you to be unapologetically you, whoever you are. When you work at hashtag CIA <laughs> or anywhere else in the world, command your space, Miha. You are worth it. It doesn't really say Miha. <laughs> it does say Miha. And then there's a proud Latina woman in the background, like marching around the CIA office. <laughs> Which, uh, so everyone quote tweeted it uh, and uh, shared their little funny inside insights and then they had a really good follow-up i want to see if i can find it there's something along the lines of like okay normal reaction much thanks hell site which you can just imagine someone like covered up to their elbows in gore on both arms just typing into their yeah, like, <laughs> stainless steel like, macbook do they really think that they can rehabilitate their image by like hiring someone that's imitating a millennial because they're not even doing Zoomer shit on there. On the, I just well, you have to consider what the what the what what's the uh, the objective here? Is it to get Katie's and and young Appalachian kings on your side? No, they're lost. They're a gone demographic. What you want are people who again have heard the word around a few times and are catching s snippets of conversations that are very negative about the CIA, and then just to throw in some kind of positive Yeah, I guess they're trying to the get CIA those libs out. that got turned during 2020 when they're like, oh, I guess everything is as bad as everyone says. Look at how these police officers ran over a white woman with their car. Uh, exactly. And then they're yeah. like, wait, but like... A Latino woman like works for the CIA. They're not all yeah. bad. Hashtag it's not like all you see internal a... operatives. <laughs> not all internal operatives. It's like when you see a poster at the park for a missing dog, but it's like, have you seen my libs? <laughs> they were buying my mug six months ago, but I think they got mad and left. <laughs> I'm taking up space. Libs. 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 <laughs> I'm taking up space. I have I'm taking up space like the microphone in the lamp. Hey. I'm taking up space. I just... Or do you think it's like... So, kind of another thing that's going around the internet right now uh, that I sure doesn't surprise any of us is that a lot of restaurants are having trouble having any employees because the places and clientele they serve um, are so expensive that the people who get paid to work there can't afford to live there and it's not worth the commute for them anymore. So mm -hmm. 
Is it like the CIA is like, oh no, no one wants to be a CIA anymore. Who are we going to poison with LSD? I don't know. So Katie, your angle on this is that the benefits of the CIA, it's like a Hardee's problem. Yes. Like they're not, they're like, they're not giving they're like out They're like a Sonic, to... you know, where they're like, <laughs> we... Anyone willing to break their ankles roller skating milkshakes for under minimum wage in most states cannot afford to commute here on roller skates. So can I can I just say changing your name so that in half of the country you're Hardee's, but the other half you're Carl's Jr. does seem like something an intelligence agency would do. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're hiding something. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, I think we're re- around ready to move on to the anime uh, recap at this part of the show. Okay. But I did want to sprinkle this in before we get there. And we can come back to it if you'd rather wait. But I did see Mugen Train, Ooh. Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. And the font makes it look like a little train. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. I'll tell you this. A lot of it's on a train. That's fine. If you're a big fan of trains, I love buy a I ticket. love fighting on a train, okay? I've seen many films where there's fighting on a train and I got to say I loves it. I won't say any more, but I will say, I'll tell you if if cars piss you off, this is the movie for you. I have, you have okay, I have one question. Is this a train mm. for spirits or is this a human train that the demons are on? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Alex, this is an important question. Uh, Who's taking up whose space, Alex? It's, um... Hashtag. I'll say it's a little bit of both, and I'll leave it at that. shit. I really want to see this. Yeah. (laughs) I really want to see it. It's a little bit of both. It's also... It it makes no attempt to be an actual movie, if that's something you're afraid of. When you go see your anime film, it is 100% just four anime episodes pushed together. Great! That's what I want with a $10 million budget. (laughs) So it's extra shiny. Although it is getting weird uh, with the the level of computer animation that you can just artificially generate because it looks watching this very expensive movie like the backgrounds are photorealistic and then there's just like weird freak humans in front of it, <laughs> like people with giant spacey anime eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The character models are unsettling compared to the level of uh, detail, detail in the background. Detail in the background. Mm. So you get the, the Uncanny Valley type shit or something? Uncanny Valley. Uh... That's one stop on the train. <laughs> Stand clear right. of the closing doors, please. Um... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. I've said my part. I think we're ready to get to the ad now. This week... Although we have several emails asking if it's okay to send us an ad, we actually do not have any ads. So go ahead and send us your advertisement to ballnetsuper at gmail.com for $20 on Venmo. We will read your stupid little yes, ad. If you want to we'll have an ad, be very respectful. You <laughs> write us, write ad in the title of the email, send us some copy. And Alex will send you the link to pay for it. So you don't need to ask you, you if can you say, can. You just, that's how it works. <laughs> you can say, EGAD, here's an ad. You can. You can say You that. can do anything you want. You can pay us $20 to do an ad for a business that does not exist. That's your yeah, money. we don't care just as long as the money comes in. I've got a gun. Arf, arf. And I'm coming to your house. So in the meantime, I must very quickly plug the Patreon, patreon.com slash BOSpod. Do you like the show, but you wish there was a second show we did every week detailing the events of Tenchi Muyo Ryo Oki? There is. It's over there. Support the show for $5 a month, handsome. I love you. Okay. Let's do the recap. You guys ready to talk about Dragon Ball Z? Because I got it right here. Ooh, what's that? It's a cell phone with notes about Dragon Ball Z on it. Oh my goodness. The title. Are you going to share those with us, right? Excuse me. Mm, Got too excited. (laughs) Just go ahead and take that from the top. (laughs) I wish I could could burp a second time. Circle that back. (laughs) Just circle that back. It's just going to cut it. It's going to sound tight. 50. (laughs) What is this? 55 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. 
a sweet face and superpowers android 18 versus vegeta i love whenever they talk about android 18 they're like sweet face heavy bass she'll kill your ass though every time va va voom this deadly broad is on the loose it's, they're so dragon ball z specifically up to this point doesn't have women fighting um so they have to just keep saying like she's cute but remember she's a robot don't fuck that robot. Uh, You're gonna wanna kiss her, but her deadly lips beg you not to. To just uh, quickly recap last week's episode, the androids. Uh, so uh, the Z boys find where Doctor Jiro's lab, where the androids are, and the androids quickly kill Robot Jiro. And then they go to get snacks. And Vegeta's like, I'm going to kill them. And then Vegeta's son that he doesn't want says, Dad, what about Goku? And he's like, no. And he meets them on the road to fight. Yeah, wonderful Lynchian beginning to a show here. We have Vegeta on a mountain highway in the middle of everywhere America. And the trucks are coming and there's a hot young femme fatale in his way, and they gotta slap fight their way to the top. Yes. I mean, listen, Alex, would you kiss a toaster? Who says that? Yes. You, you, you Next question. You wouldn't kiss a toaster. Next you question. Would, you wouldn't. You wouldn't kiss a TV. You don't know my life. <laughs> so why would you kiss an android? That's what oh, I'm saying. One of these. One of these. The scared straight program. Checkmate. Back again. Checkmate, bitch. We open up. Back again to get their liberal agenda across. Checkmate. I'm taking up space. And we are quickly reminded that baby Gohan has been flying Yajirobe and Bulma and baby Trunks around for what seems to be days. And they are literally like 12 feet from Goku's home where they've been flying to tell they him. see it. From that the, the androids are here to destroy the world. Please fight the androids. And Bulma's like, can we make a quick stop at my apartment first? And Gohan's like, but the house is right there. And then she goes, fucking men won't stop at my house. I have a baby. Don't you respect motherhood? Don't you respect what women have gone through? And I'm just like, Bulma, like, there's diapers and shit at the Goku house. Just go to the Goku house. But she's too boot. She Gohan, let me tell you about some great mothers in history. Alan Dulles. George H.W. <laughs> Bush. Um, a series of men who I can't name on mic because they are uh, blacked out with uh, dark Because uh, they live with ghosts. <laughs> and they live with ghosts. And they have been serving you with their mommy milkers, Gohan. Yeah, I was really surprised, honestly, that she wouldn't want to go to Chi-Chi's house immediately. Chi-Chi raised a baby that can now fly. So, I mean, probably a pretty good well, mom. Well, here's the thing. Like, Bulma is one of those Brooklyn moms that has a baby for Instagram likes, you know, and, and sympathy mm -hmm, points. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't... She's also a millionaire, and she doesn't want to see how poors live because then she'll have to give her employees health care. It's true. But, like, what could possibly be at her house that she needs right now? She just needs to feed a baby? That is portable, Mamacita. Well, no, I mean, it's 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 time for her and Trunks to do their The Ordinary Chemical Peel. It's cool. It looks like drag. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew, it's blood, but it makes my skin soft. It makes it so, oh, soft. so soft. I put in my yoni egg, and I hold it in real tight, and I do my chemical peel, and I just, like, feel the toxins leaving my person. If you chemical peel a baby, that's just redundant. No, I, I don't think you can do <laughs> Babies are already baby. the softest you're going to get. Don't, uh, make, no. don't try to make them softer. No, Come on. No, 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 no. One time... I chemical peeled the baby, and then it was shiny. Baby? Where did you get a baby? <laughs> don't ask. Baby. I'm fucking taking up space. Sometimes you get a baby. All you jokes know? aside, this this segment was very triggering for me as someone who has driven people places. <laughs> it, was, it registered with me on a level much unlike the rest of the episode where I was like, I do not like what they're doing to him. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> It is unreasonable. Um, so the Z-Boys, we cut to the Z-Boys, Piccolo, well, the C-Squad anyway. We got Piccolo, Tien, and Krillin, and Future Trunks angrily flying in the sky because they got to catch up to Vegeta. Vegeta stares at the androids on a cliffside road. 
And Android 16, who is not one of the hot twins, he's his own man in a neon green armor, stares at a bird. This is when, you know, the fighting stuff. And he smiles. He smiles. Because he loves he birds. It is implied. It's never stated. But you're supposed to look at this and be like, this motherfucker loves birds. Yes. I like I like him the best. He's my favorite one. Android eight, uh, 16. I like, I like Android 16. I'm not know? even sure that like this is a machine problem as much as maybe he's just neurodivergent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's ADHD representation. I, dude. Okay. I literally wrote that <laughs> because <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to get like pulled into like weird parent teacher meetings where they'd be like, Katie stares at the window instead of doing math. We can't understand. Katie will not do math. Why Katie <laughs> doesn't. for the purpose of killing why, Goku. She's so excited <laughs> about killing Goku and not about math. And it's like, what could possibly be the reason? What could be more exciting than math inside? All right. We open <laughs> on a on a, on an interior classroom. We see Katie, 13 years old, asleep. <laughs> Miss Leon, can you answer the question? <laughs> um, kill Son Goku? <laughs> no! No, it's not kill Son Goku! Go to the office! Yep. And scene, that's it. And that's that's uh, that's my, my new uh, teaser for my new movie, Katie. Yeah, but then I'm... Taking up space in the fast lane. And you know the thing in school, too, is they lie to you in your face. And they're like, you're going to need this mask. They you lie kill later. so blatantly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't I believe mean, how much they lie to children. Why would yeah. they tell, teach me any calculus? It's why so did I learn stupid. even a year of calculus? Nonetheless, two. Well, Alex, what if you try to engineer a building in your free time? It's never happened. Yeah. And I keep going to kill Goku, and I lack the technical fighting skills because they I have all the damn this, calculus in my head. Yeah, they told me that 70% of killing Son Goku was math, and that's just not the case. <laughs> it's just, they never told me that along the way, on my journey to kill Son Goku, I'm going to have to do my own taxes? What? They didn't teach yeah, me anything about this. taxes, and they told me not to take science classes, and here I am. Um, so, anyway, Vegeta... Punches Android 18 in the face, and they're just like, wow, 17's so impressed. He's like, Vegeta is stronger than I thought he was. Um, you can tell he's strong because he punched a woman. Yeah. It's also worth noting that Vegeta is still Super Saiyan right now. So he's on hurt mode. So they're talking shit at each other, 18 and Vegeta in the middle of the road, and that's when a giant truck pulls up hauling much needed goods for the good citizens of Capsule City or whatever <laughs> and he hangs out the window mm-hmm. he's like hey get out the Dane road <laughs> I have to mention I mean, we have to throw to Max on this as this is clearly Appalachia representation in yeah. the Dragon Ball Z universe True. yeah those are my people a lone worker a man who's gotta make a deadline he can only federally he can only be driving for 10 hours at a time and right. it looks like they're between East and West City, which, as we both know, if you're going to take the roads that go through the mountains, it's going to be a nine hour and 15 minute drive. So he's really got to he's got to hey, make his time. Get out the stops. get down road. I got a truck full of diapers. Hey, man, you better. You better. Hey, I mean, I say you look like some kind of uh, uh, metal femme fatale. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. You look like some kind of alien uh, prince, uh, sort of fascist, uh, murderer, genocider, genocider, real estate executive. But, <laughs> I mean, God bless. God. I see that y'all are doing something, but if y'all could just scooch it. Scoot your boots. Just not even, I don't even need you off the whole road. I just need you out of the right lane so that I can so, just scooch just... I'm going to take my stuff. They take up the whole road, too. They're taking up the whole thing. Now, I get it. You are a male presenting android bent on murdering (laughs) son Goku. And I love that you are taking up space. But, buddy, I'm hauling, okay? And I, I, you know, I'll admit that I stopped a little early in my trip to get some Dunkin' Donuts because I was a little, I was just a little thirsty. So, you know, I used my 15 minutes that I could to stop. So this is actually... Um, y'all, it's been a hard year. 
It's been a hard. I just money is real. I cannot. Anyway, get Vegeta, fired from this, this is job. all Vegeta the episode. ends up this blowing up this poor man up. Because <laughs> oh, what your oh your hands all shiny. What's going on? Oh. He gets like two lines. He gets that entire ten minute riff about how he stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and the how long the uh, truck route is between East and West City, and then another line when they blow up his truck was like, "You blow up my dang okay, truck!" Well, this is really <laughs> funny. So what happens is Vegeta then sets off a blast that Android eighteen avoids and blows up the truck, and this is, you know, I know Kai is supposed to be a re-editing, um, but also more close to the original quote quote. But this is like a real like you know, watching this in the Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon move where they're like, oh, we can't yeah. let them think they killed that truck driver. So you don't see the truck or anything. You just see an explosion and off camera, the voice actor goes, oh no, my truck. I'm fine though. I'm alive and well. It was very big. Don't look for me. <laughs> I'm thriving. You freed me for all I had to lose was my chains. Thank you. <laughs> no, it had like super big, like my leg. Like, like, uh, <laughs> energy. They had the SpongeBob editing team on um, this episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Vegeta's talking a lot of shit. He's like, you're pretty fast for it. He scrap metal. And he's like, are you holding out on me? And he's like, if I went all out, I'd blow up the whole damn earth. Give me what you got. Blah, blah, blah. And then Andrew 18 straight up headbutts him, which I thought was pretty funny. And he tries to punch her, but she knees him in the chest. And then she lifts his head with her itty bitty finger and throws him through a wall. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Part of that is like it's a sex thing with the finger. Yeah. With the finger, just, I mean, the way it's happening, you're watching it and you're like, I got to put the kids to bed. <laughs> Watch Rose of this dragon. Yeah, you ball. missed the part where Ooh, she well, feeds right. him a little bit of juice out of a paper cup to keep his energy up. <laughs> 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 Nurse him like a baby bird. And. And then she drop kicks him through. Yeah, and this is the point in which the Z boys show up, and Trunks trying not to scream. Daddy goes, "Oh, Vegeta, sir, are you okay?" Carl. (laughs) (laughs) And Vegeta comes out of the hole in the wall. He's like, "I'm fucking fine." Instead of you guys showed up, you have a real way of just sucking the fun out of everything. Nag, 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 nag. I'm trying to cheat on your mother. <laughs> it's really the vibe. Uh, 17 rolls up on the Z-Boys and he goes, if you try to intervene on this fight between 18 and Vegeta, I will also intervene. And they're like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, we're going to have an E-Boy in the fight. Oh, geez. And then he's like, 16, you want to get in on that? And he's like, nope. My eyes are only for Goku. And he's like, ugh, you're no fucking fun. Jesus. Yeah, he's just in his journal drawing hearts with Goku. Goku, 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 Goku. <laughs> Kill Son Goku. Goku, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. You know? Oh, look, more birds. They also cut back to Android 16, who is now covered in birds. Like the pigeon guy at a park amount of birds. Yeah. That doesn't quite happen yet, but yeah, it's really... In case you're wondering what his arc is for this episode, it's no birds, one bird, many birds. Then no birds. Yeah, it has has Uh, real big high school vibes. It's like you got the two mean brothers, the the, the fatal attract... What is it? What's that? Oh, Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. The Cruel Intentions twins. You've got the Cruel Intentions twins, and then their big scary, the one who seems like he's a big scary guy, but... Oh, he's, is he Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You? Is he actually a big softy? Um, is he actually getting yeah. paid to take me on dates? I don't know. You know, but... I don't it. know. Uh, um, so, <laughs> Trunks does one last, like, Dad, we gotta get out of here! Don't die! And he's and both him and 18 are, are like, can be, you just, like, leave? I'm trying You're to beat annoying. up your dad. And that's when Vegeta's like, I would never run, I would rather die die than accept help from any of the d-list here and he literally goes down the line like from a namekian from a uh, you know he's just like saying all the slurs you know also yeah i the my favorite part of that is he's going down the line and he's like from a namekian from a child from two humans and it's like okay we're not going to be racist to the three-eyed guy that's actually very progressive of us He's he's moved on. Well, I think it's more just like, as I've said for several episodes, Tien is such a tag along this arc. 
he really he does not up. need to be there. Well, he gets he gets another move soon. <laughs> he has his shining moment soon. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, eighteen is now trying to goad Vegeta, and they're like, "You're pretty good for organic being. Uh, is Goku?" better than you and he's like of course not I'm the strongest blah 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 and she's like huh I guess that means none of you are special that actually sucks <laughs> it does not suck you suck it's like you've never You're listened to my band <laughs> we're all gonna make it we're gonna make it out of this town you're only popular because you're rich <laughs> just reminded me of once um a man at the bar was grilling me about my life and I wasn't really feeling him. So I was like, you know, I actually have three boyfriends, so I'm kind of good. I'm only going to date anyone else if they're really special. And he goes, oh, wow. And I'm like, no, I wasn't. Gonna <laughs> <be special. laughs> like, I, just, I wasn't talking about you. He thought no, you were building him no. up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. And I was like, oh, no, like, no, not you. Sorry, honey, I was being mean to you, sweetie. I wasn't even open, being mean. Open I was my being crucifix bored. on my neck. It's full of cocaine. There you go. Cruel there intentions. Go. Remember Cruel the intentions. film we were talking. Okay. Yes. So they uh they fight because <laughs> he doesn't like saying he's not special. Um. And uh, Tien's like cheering in the bro zone, and Seventeen rolls his eyes at him, which I think is funny. And then Piccolo's like, oh, it's what I feared. Vegeta is losing. He's yeah. being sloppy. And there's just a bunch of shots of Vegeta getting his ass. Vegeta, Whoa, keep your dukes so up. Good. Don't let her headbutt your face. He's getting... <laughs> They're doing fisties and punchies. She's kneeing him in the chest. She punches him in the face. She's like throwing him around he has a lot of reactions to the stomach blows in a way where it's like are we just supposed to assume you slammed his balls like his balls are involved somehow yeah there was like not the first one but the second one of those it did seem like it was right because there are parts where vegeta will pause and just have a line like hachi machi where it's like i don't know if i'm (laughs) just coding correctly She she kicks him really hard and then he grabs his arm and screams and it's implied that his one of his arms has been broken and he goes no and then that's when Trunks goes Danny. daddy and he breaks the line and jumps forward and Piccolo's like god damn it we had one rule <laughs> the rule is let <laughs> Vegeta die because he's being a bitch let Vegeta do this fight so we don't have to fight two robots at once no Trunks jumps into action and he's like Danny oh please love me and then that's when Piccolo and Tien have to be well, like well imagine if that happened fucking, to your daddy and you're thinking back <laughs> all the times he took that arm that beloved arm and was like it's the claw and you watch that get <laughs> smashed by a nasty android lady but it's implied that Trunks never knew him right so he has all these Future fake Trunks. memories of just Jim Carrey and liar liar assuming that yeah. what his dad was like and to watch that arm get broken? Well, didn't Gohan also lose an arm in the fake future? Wasn't that canon? Yes, he did lose an arm. Max, so, you're bringing it all back to Dragon so Ball Z, a show that we have watched. It's foreshadowing, you know? It's, it's like for, It yeah. rhymes. I have so much <laughs> arm trauma. <laughs> He's triggered by arm-related events. <laughs> you take up less space without it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Max! <laughs> oh, so um, Trunk shows up to try and save his dad with his stupid sword, and uh, eighteen immediately karate chops a piece of it off, and then seventeen knocks him out. And then Krillin's like, "Oh shit, he was a super saiyan! That guy knocked him out." And then Pickle's like, "God damn it, fuck! God damn it!" And him and Tien have to jump in to help. Uh, they're immediately fucked up. Like, Trunks is knocked out surprisingly easily for a Super Saiyan. He, like, bumps his head and then just goes limp. I think he was just, like, he was in pure emotional moment, so he wasn't really using his warrior's mind to... He wasn't duck. using his warrior's mind, Katie. I couldn't have said it better myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're fighting twins yeah, on a mountain, that. use your warrior mind. I yeah, Why but, even have it mm-hmm. if that's not when you're going to use it? 
Piccolo and Tien, yeah, they get in and they immediately get their ass kicked. And Tien is in a chokehold with Seventeen. Um, they're all knocked out, and Krillin is just standing on a cliff, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Krillin is really fucking cut this episode. He doesn't do shit. He just watches everyone get their ass kicked, and then he notices Android sixteen alone on the cliff, and he's like, oh no, am I gonna have to fight him too? But no, he's just covered in birds. Yeah, he's just he has more birds than ever now. If only I had a bike and a gun. <laughs> I did think that it was very kind of Android 17 to just not rip TN's head off from the yeah. position he has his head in. Because they're supposed to be merciless androids, and he's really just hammering I away mean, at his windpipe. I mean, he could have just easily... Well, that's why I like 17 and 18, because... I like them, because they're pretty. They are merciless, but they also are just kind of, like, bored. Like, it's not that they care about them it's just like they're it's just like not what they're up to well, right now yeah like, if, mm, i don't want to get blood on my kerchief if the, if the cool intentions twins were so mean to people that they left their illustrious private school they'd have nothing to play with anymore so you have to exactly. you have to be just awful enough Ooh, my super ding team. dong ding dong perfect joke Ding no dong. laughs. No laughs, but big door. Max, you'll notice that the ding dong has not got off until now, because that was the first perfect joke of the day. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so, you know, everyone is down, and then, you know, Vegeta tries a thing where he tries to get up again, um, and then eighteen fucks him up, and then steps all over him and breaks his underarm under her foot. And she's like, I "Won't be needing that." And I'm like, "Ugh." The love cruelty it. of Louis Vuitton heels. Yeah, it's really good. I will say, so we brought up the voice change last episode. The woman who does Bulma's voice is also doing Android eighteen in this redo. Is that what it is? It- it's really mm. distracting because sometimes she just sounds like well, Bulma. I know like, she sounded like a little less robotic. Like, I don't know, her, her not even robotic, her voice just used to be deeper. Yeah, she, has, she yeah. has more femme in addition to Fatale. Exactly. Thank you. There you go. It's a, it's a lot. I don't know why they wanted me to be more horny for her. I thought we would be safely going in the other direction. Well, because when you don't have 32 extra episodes of her doing twisted shit you need to up that factor you know right yeah but couldn't they just add an extra episode that's just super cuts of her smoking cigarettes i mean i would have loved yeah. that <laughs> i love Andrew just her at the mall um what does she like? so what's she like what's she into like she's so bad i don't think she even knows me. and this is what they talk about next well we should just talk about she doesn't even her. know she's beautiful she know she's beautiful i could change her I'm surprised they didn't put 17 and 18 in coffee and cigarettes. Mm. You guys remember that movie, Coffee and Cigarettes? So good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Um, so she breaks both his arms, and Vegeta goes from Super Saiyan back to normal. And the androids, they kind of survey this scene. They're like, huh, his hair went back to normal. Weird. Who's that guy? Uh, I don't care. Let's go. They go to fuck with Krillin. And Krillin's getting ready to put his little fist stuff like a little scaredy bitch and they're just like listen listen we're not gonna kill you we actually didn't even kill your friends give them your stupid beans we got shit to go do and then krillin does the most bitch-ass move i've ever seen on the show where he's like what if i asked nicely for you not to kill goku <laughs> and <laughs> and they're like here's the thing we love games the game right now is kill goku so Sorry, but we're going to go kill Goku. We don't know what we want. That's what it's like when adults are trying to talk to these mischievous children. They're like, what if you don't throw cans at my house? And they're like, sorry, Pops. That's the game. Sorry, sweetie. That's just what we do. Let me check with Android 16. No, he wants to throw cans at your house. Well, see, uh, Krillin, looks like I got a whole box of plastic forks. They're going to have to go in your yard. It's just what we got to (laughs) do. So yeah, that that's like what happened. He's like, "Huh, we shouldn't kill Goku." Let's see. What do you think 16 16's like, "My whole life is to kill Goku." And they're like, "Well, the birds are gone." Man spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer summer spoke. So we're going to go. Um and then uh 
that's and then that's that really i mean what else do you need to know the the announcer's like the androids are dangerous and predictable unpredictable check out the next oh did we talk about how android 18's clothes were blasted off and so she wants new clothes because I think that's actually going to come up. Yes, off. yes, that was that was a key moment where they're like, what should we get up to next? And they're like, well, we need to get attention because Goku will come find us if we fuck shit up. Seems like a solid plan. So they're like, we need to be around more people. Android 18's like, my clothes are in rags. I need new clothes. Which I love this because this is an excuse for an outfit it's change. It's an excuse for an outfit <laughs> change. All she's done so far is take her jeans and denim vest and turn them into designer jeans with holes in them. She, you know, her clothes got torn up fighting Vegeta. They did. It's a distress. In, in the way Dragon Ball Z clothes get torn, where there's just like a velociraptor tear down the middle in a few spots. Well, look, yeah. Alex, may, that might be fine for a rough-and-tumble boy like you, but for a luxurious, uh, you know, feminine robot. For a beautiful lady Borg. You know? My God, just, only the best. Whoa, whoa, I can't believe my eyes. Oh, my God. Someone took their time screwing in all your nuts and bolts, lady, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, is that turtle wax? Oh, your skin my. is... Hey, lady, I got a wrench for you. So anyway, out of seven Dragon Balls, what do you rate this episode? TV's Alex Patak. Thanks for asking, Katie. Um, I did have fun. I liked watching Vegeta get both of his arms broken in a sexual way. And also she headbutted him in the face and they killed the Drucker implied. Um, So I'm going to give it five out of seven. It was not a close fight. But it really hammers in, these are nasty droids, they're the droids you're looking for, and they're bad. And look out for them, new bad guys, they're the robots, look out Look out for them. Five <laughs> out of seven. It's going to get better from here. <laughs> uh, Max O'Gale. Um, you know, uh, also, th- yeah, thank you for asking. Um, I, I agree with Alex, there are a couple of beans, it was a very one-sided fight. You know, I'm like, honestly, does this fight need to be this long? Since I know how it's going to happen, this is this is this is, you know, uh, uh, you know, graphic violence. You know, I don't yeah. love that. I don't um, love that. But I will say, lots of birds in this episode, and I like birds. Um, so you know, six out of seven. Yeah, if you're a British gentleman, look no further than this episode because <laughs> it's chock full I, of birds. I, love. I love this setup as the androids as villains because it just shows that they kind of don't have a goal which makes them terrifying because there's nothing to negotiate with there which I love mm-hmm. and I love that Android 18 beat the shit out of Vegeta it was very fun for me to watch I enjoyed all the bitch slapping and steppy steps and kicky kicks uh, I will also give it 6 out of 7 it's kind of so like we if all there enjoyed was a, this. a guy who wanted to be funny but by being so funny he got real twisted and just kind of you know and he just kind of does have parallels with that yeah and he just he's just kind of like got a tattoo that's just like deranged across his forehead or something like there you know you're laughing you're off to kill goku and you're laughing i i i'm i'm just a dog chasing son goku i wouldn't know what to do when i caught him you know it's just (laughs) uh they're the joker they're the joker I do see a lot of parallels there, Max, and that kind of adds to the depth of the characters. So 6.5 well, Dragon here. Balls. It's n- n- cresting at this point. We must move on before it gets any closer. <laughs> Shall we do a fan email? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do, it. do it. Oh my god, Jinx. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Jinx. This week's email is from listener Alex Pontois. Pontois. Bonjour, my good friend. He says, sup. Because of too many things, I'm a few weeks behind on podcast episodes, so I'm just now listening to the Easter Passover app where y'all invited a body horror tier into your Patreon. 
All right, y'all invented a body horror tier in your Patreon to turn KRL and Alex into one another. I think this is a great idea, and I think you should lean in further. Interesting. My question is, what kind of madness-inducing Patreon rewards do you think other pods should put out? Which fresh affronts to the idea of a caring god should we be able to feed for five bucks a month? P.S. How many subscribers does your Patreon need for y'all to build some sort of horrible Jeremy homunculus abomination? That's a different question. (laughs) And frankly, it would have to be a lot because he's not even on the show anymore. Um, (laughs) It would have to be enough to give Uh, him a flat fee up front that also (laughs) mutilates his body. Yeah. Um, I mostly feel like I would pay a Patreon to stop most podcasts from existing. Interesting. <laughs> but that can't work because then they're going to want the money for more. Or is this a recurring payment? Like for $5 yeah. every month. For $5 a month, I'd like to cancel like 13 podcasts. Reply all will stop airing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if enough of us make it stop. Um, I'd like to pay okay. money to make Ira Glass do something. I don't know what. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe, Eat a bug. Yeah. Eat maybe a you, bug, you nerd. Act one. It's gross. <laughs> Eat an I ass. taste the crunch as it enters my <laughs> oral cavity. Um, uh, pro, the protein, it's, it's supposed to be helpful, but I'm just eating a bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, wait for that. What um, other podcasts are there? Are they like... Comedy bang bang. I I'm could. like the worst podcast host because I don't listen. Okay. To well, we just have to think of more gross <laughs> things. I think is where we're gonna start mm. here. It would be fun. Maybe if they build a time machine. I think cool. Joe Rogan should be able to suck his own dick. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he's like You can't be like that and then not reach. <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't. I will not be explaining myself further. I think we all I understand we what I'm all, saying. We can all agree to that. You know what? <laughs> That's it. There you go. There you go, Joe. You're on notice, Joe. You're Suck on your notice, Joe. You're gonna need Suck a supplement to reach that dig. <laughs> a tongue growth suck supplement. I mean, well, that's some. For this. That's some alpha brain right there, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good, Max. Uh, You're on, baby. You're on. Well, that was some good questions, huh? If you want to send us an email, write to us at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. If Jeremy doesn't unclick it, we'll probably read we'll it. We'll probably read it. As long as an outsider does not delete it first. <laughs> In the meantime, let's do plugs and get out of here. Max. Uh, Where can the people find you? Um, you can find me taking up space at Max underscore Ogle on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm 28. It's not really it's, space. It's on. It's my birthday, so Venmo me money. There you go. Yeah, Venmo. Venmo Max money. He showed Joe Biden his dick. I did do that. He did do that. I don't think Joe Biden saw it. <laughs> He's but a fucking hero. We all saw it. And that's where it's like. <laughs> Joe it. saw it. He sent we me a message, you know. He's like, hey, 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 now, knock it hey, off. Listen, fat, cock. cut the crap. Hey, listen, <laughs> you long dick menace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure diamond. Oh no, <laughs> Max, it's your wang that got menthols canceled. He's like, I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you'll you never ever speeding hey. up the Cold War. Is this what L- you wanted? Listen, man, you'll never have a a, a minty cool cigarette again. <laughs> Little does he know, I'm a lifelong resident of Flavor Country. I only smoke Marlboro Reds, and I'm John Mulaney. Alex Patak, do you have stuff to push and shove? Thank you for calling on me, and I uh, cede my time to the dais. But first I want to say, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. I will put all my little jokes there and also all my podcasts so you can follow them and find them. And also, Theater of Delight Season 3 will be out soon, I would guess, in the next month with uh, uh, guest contributor Max Ogle. Look forward to his exciting his exciting new Oh my god, my, my space voice. that wow, he'll be taking, taking up, space up on Alex's the podcast. <laughs> I, love, I love Theater of Delights. It's so psychotic. It's like 
the only thing I listen to that voluntarily. Most of the time when I listen to my friend's podcast, I just listen to two seconds and I'm like, wow, good job. But I actually... More and more people are saying it. The only thing they listen to voluntarily. <laughs> Go ahead and slam that button. From me, that's a high compliment, let me tell you. Um, Thank you. Don't follow me on anything anywhere. All my shit's on private right now because I'm trying to get a new job. So don't look at me. I'm basically a ghost. Boo! Don't let your Boo. shitty boyfriend touch the Ouija board, or I'm gonna come to your house and eat your snacks. It's next. not the problem. Boo! Katie, it's the devil. You think the devil Boo. needs a permission from a card? It's a Milton Bradley toy. I'm a ghost, and it makes me happy. I'm still tweeting behind there if you want to try and request me, but if your account looks shady, I will not add it. Uh, if you want to see more of Katie, you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com. That's right. I'll just post my tweets to the Patreon. Okay, that's been us for this week. See you next thir Thursday. See you next week. See you next time here with all your pals on Falling Out Super. Yeah. See you next Thursday. <laughs>